Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, welcome to this week's installment. This next installment's actually a good one. It was recorded last week at the NFL Draft. We had the chance to be in Nashville for the draft and enjoy the draft experience. So I'd like to thank a couple of my co-hosts that I had. Cisco Kid, Pat Cisco, YD, Richie Houlihan. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. All right, everybody, we got a special show today. We are coming to you live from the NFL Draft, Draft Central. No Bears cave today. That's all right. So we're doing something special. I got a couple good co-hosts with me tonight. I got YD. Say hello to the fans, YD. What's up, everyone? We got Cisco Kid. Yo, 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 what is going on? So we got a very special show for you guys. We're about to walk into the draft. We're going to get some interviews up close and personal for the 6 for 6 fans. Stay tuned, everybody. Okay, everybody, we are here at the NFL Draft. We just witnessed the Bears' fourth-round pick, Riley Ridley. We have some of our takes on this. Um, Cisco kid, Pat Cisco, he's got his take on this. He looks, he's um, pondering this pick, seeing what um, the benefits. Let's see what he thinks. Loading up the offense is never a bad idea. But a uh, little secondary help I think we need in these next coming rounds. And, you know, kickers never, never out of the question. So what do you think about the whole Riley Ridley? What do you, th- like, what is, what were they thinking going into this pick? Do you think that they are, I mean, yeah, loading up the offense. You see they have other areas of need. What do you think about it, though? Do you think it's going to be, does he have a high floor? Like, what do you think? Is he, is he? I think his ceiling's sky high, yeah. I think load up the offense, give Mitch as many weapons as possible. You saw in that Eagles game, we didn't score a touchdown. We need more We need more firepower on offense. Well, yeah, you're looking at this draft when they snagged Montgomery in the third round. He was actually projected to be a second-round pick, and that's something that I kind of was looking at, and I looked at the pro comparison. It is Kareem Hunt. You want more? All right, so we're here at Nissan Stadium. Now I got um, – I want to get – YD's reaction to the Bears' first two draft picks. So we got Montgomery, and they just snagged Ridley, um, Calvin Ridley's brother. From, he's from Georgia. Uh, what do you think about these picks, Rich? I think it's a, I think it's a smart move, stacking up on the offense, like Cisco Kid said. You know, I mean, the Bears are stacked on D. At this point, I think it's the smart move to, to try and get the best available. The best available seem to be a running back and a wide receiver, and you get a you get um, a, a good wide receiver in Riley Ridley, you know, Calvin Ridley's brother from Georgia. I mean, well, the, you're stacking note, up Trubisky's weapons. To note, the Bears traded up for Montgomery. Did you know that? They traded up to the 73rd pick. They, they That must have been their guy. I barely remember them picking that. Yeah, but. They, uh, yeah it was yeah. a long night last night, but we were out on the strip having a little party time, you know. <laughs> but now we're, we're serious now. We're here. And we're doing our podcast from the NFL Draft. The 6-for-6 six six has never been better. You know that? We're on the up and up. You need to keep it going. So I actually have another question for Pat Sisko. Where do you think the Bears go next? They acquired a six-round pick from the – they traded, I believe, with the Patriots. They traded up. They got a six-round pick. Where do you think – I think they have a fifth and they have a six-round. Where are they going with the fifth-round pick, Sisko kid? 
defense, definitely somewhere in the secondary, I think. And, you know, you can never have enough pass rushers. Never have enough guys chasing around Aaron Rodgers. I, I agree with that. Never could have enough pass rushers. Um, Richie, you said you were going to – it sounded like you were going to say something there. Pass rushers, just like Cisco Kid said, I mean, the more the merrier, you know. we gotta, we got to beat the shit out of Aaron Rodgers this year. Yeah, and, yeah, we'll ruin his career. And you know what? You know what I know is walking around here in Nashville. I've seen a lot of Packers fans, but I've seen a lot of Bears fans. The Bears fans came out deep, and I'm really happy. We're bearing down. I'm looking at a Bears fan right now. You know, so it's um, it's just a great experience. I would highly recommend going if they have it here again. I would definitely attend this. Um, we had a fan experience. We met a couple of the pros. Um, it is a good city. It's a beautiful city. Um, it's getting gentrified. Gentrified. It's it's definitely freaking getting. It's pretty nice around here. It is on the come up, just like the Six for Six podcast. But um, we're gonna come back. All right, we're back. We're in Nashville. We're on a rooftop here. Great acoustics. We had to sit down, get this going. Um, we got a few. So we got some hot takes here. We're just wondering why Riley Ridley lasted that long. And uh, Cisco Kid is the one who came up with that explanation. So I feel like he needs to explain a little bit more about why he, la- why he thinks he lasted that long. Not too sure why he lasted that long. All I know is that he adds a lot of depth to our uh, receiver charts, and I'm excited to see what he's got to bring. What do you think, Young D? I think, you know, you have an up-and-coming quarterback like Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, the best thing for him is to add weapons so he can spread around the offense, and he has good legs. So he can, he can scramble around out of the pocket. You, you pass it to Riley really, who, who knows how to run his routes. And, you know, he's a seasoned uh, wide receiver out of Georgia, so I, I think it's a great pick. Well, yeah, I agree. I think it's I think it's a good pick. Now that I've done more of my research on Riley Ridley, coming into the draft, I just didn't do my – I didn't think wide receiver was something that the Bears were going to go for right away. But the thing is, like, with the fourth-round pick, the more and more I've been looking at Riley Ridley, I've been seeing that it's considerably a steal for the Bears. He's a good route runner. He's 6'1". 199. He ran a 458, which is all right. I mean, he's got he's not the fastest. He's not a burner. He ain't the slowest he, though either. I agree. He's a route runner. He's not The thing is it's just amazing looking at this like in comparing him to Kevin White. Like looking speed. at Kevin White, like Kevin White's a bust ass man. We like, also talk about the 7th overall pick in the 4th round. That's pick. Yeah, yeah, the thing is like look yeah, at that's like the, the difference is immense. Well, you're like looking at Kevin White, like his ceiling was so great, but look at his floor. He has never caught a touchdown in the NFL. His floor, nobody talked about that. He couldn't run routes. And the thing is, I think running routes is key in the NFL. I don't know. It is for sure. I mean, you know how you have to know how to adjust to an offense coming out of college. I mean, you're not, you're, you're not destined to, to be in the same type of offense out of where you went for college. So, I mean, being able to learn the playbook is key for sure. Well, Kevin White, and the thing is, he was like in an air raid. We're kind of going off on a side note about Kevin White. The thing is, Kevin White, I just think is, I couldn't believe that guy. He had all the most, he had the skills. The thing is, he couldn't stay healthy. He was frail. The thing is, it's just, he, I don't know, tell 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 the fans about your experience when you met Kevin White, uh, Cisco Kid. He was a good guy, but it didn't translate on the field, so it doesn't really matter much. Yeah. Wish him the best in Arizona. Yeah, not a, I mean, well, the thing is, bad it, luck. Yeah, I. You know, I mean, that's <clears throat> part of it for sure. 
Uh, I think the bigger thing on Kevin White is, I think the bigger thing on Kevin White is that's Ryan Pace's first pick. And look how he's still here and how the Bears have still gone to where they are with him being. He's grown. I mean, that seventh overall pick, his first draft. I mean, you look at his picks after that, you have Tariq Cohen, Anthony Miller, Jordan Howard. Howard Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard was a good pick. Whitehair's great pick. Great pick, yeah. Eddie, great Eddie pick. Jackson. Mitch, we moved Amos, great pick. I mean, everyone's saying I mean, that John Lynch finessed us, but if you look at the trade, Solomon Thomas is about to get is on the trading block. And everyone you got else uh, the, Charles Leno. Other than Kittle. And um, we done. He did. No. He did mess up drafting Shaheen. Yeah, I think the thing is I've noted before. I think Shaheen stinks, but you know what? He could turn it around. I mean, it's only his third year, but the thing is, so far his sample size has been trash. What you're gonna just stand on the goal line and try and catch passes? The How old is time? he though? Dude, he's twenty six. Mm, I don't think he's that old. He's, he's got to be like twenty five. He can. I mean, I don't think you give up on him at this point. He's been injured. Ride him out, but the thing is, he's not a good blocker. He's not Zach a good blocker. Miller never got hurt. We probably wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. Now, was, Zach uh, Miller's old. Thing is, he's freaking. He retired. He's living his well because his well, freaking yeah. leg got disintegrated. It was a touchdown. And it was a touchdown. It that's an insult to injury that they called that shit back. I remember watching that game. That was that was pathetic. In New Orleans, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> let's let's go back to where. Uh, so I mean, we could talk about a little White Sox talk. I mean, Tim Anderson. Yep. Best baseball player in Chicago right now. 100% fuck the Cubs. And that's not <laughs> that's not even in question. We might be alienating I mean, some fans here with saying fuck the Cubs, but we're we're just we're just Sox fans. Biased, he's the hottest player in baseball right now. What's his batting average? He's still 400. He's yep. Right around 400. That's um I mean for him they were saying that the games I've been watching his games and um, they're doing interviews with a bunch of other coaches and um, MLB analysis guys, and they said that the game has just slowed down a ton for this guy. But I mean, some people hate the the cockiness and the the bat flips. I think it's fun. It, I, I think mean, it's, it's fun when it it's your team. It elevates the game. You know, it's it's something to look for. People are saying, you know, it's fucking America's sport. You know, don't disgrace it like that. But I think I mean, you know, games are bound to to go to different levels so wow. so you have to embrace it the thing is it's like all right he's it's fun he's a player that you look at from like another team you're like oh that guy's a douchebag but then when he's on your team you're like he's, he's got like balls. Uh, i mean he doesn't he's like, care it's like Przinski when we had him yeah or andrew shaw when the hawks had him you know he's a guy pesky the thing is he gets under people's skin and sometimes well, that throws them that. off their game yeah you need that what do you think pieces Francisco kid. Tim Anderson. You yeah, you got to have a guy like that. All championship teams, there's always that one guy that's willing to get down and dirty, do whatever it takes to win, and that's definitely that guy. Brings up the morale of the team. He's just he's gotta, a leader. He's got to keep it right now. His hitting's there. He's just got to keep it clean on the field. He's had some errors in the past. He's definitely got to. His fielding is a concern. Also, I, think, but, shit. I think the Sox not getting Machado was good for him. I think he kind of lit a fire under him all offseason. Everyone's saying that he was going to come here and play short stuff. And that, but and also, so, I mean, <coughs> don't overlook Machado. Well, having a great yeah, year Machado's too. having a good year, but the thing is... No, I'm Graham's talking about the Sox not signing Yeah, I'm saying Machado. talking about like the team as yeah. a whole, though. 
Like looking at this team, I think they should be winning more games. Like they <coughs> lost, against they really lost bad two teams. out of three to the Orioles. It's like holy against crap. really bad teams. Yeah. It's like looking at that, I was like, yeah, all the right. Orioles are the worst team in baseball. Dude, too. this. Yeah, basically. I was like, all right. I thought they were gonna sweep them after that win that they won twelve to two. I'm like, all right, they're gonna sweep the Orioles. They'll be close to five hundred. Well, they got smoked. And it's like no. It's like no. Yeah, they got smoked the next two games. I'm like, eh, dude. I got. You think anyone's really going to – this is seven minutes. This is a one installment. <laughs> you, you think someone's about to listen to a 25-minute podcast and just us three Dude, talking I'm going to edit day? it. It's fine. Oh, okay. Just talk. We're talking about hot takes. I don't give a I shit. I was just thinking – I just looked at the timer. The thing is we are having a I'm good like, – Someone's gonna listen to us for fucking. Yes, our friends they are. are. Our friends people are listen for thirty seconds. The thing is, like, the people what the fuck are this. these kids doing? You have to keep this total, but you can. Uncut the people it, on the freaking train. Players. We're just the thing is we're talking what about people on the train. Me, Peruta. Yeah, Joe Pa. Yo, Joe Pa. We're shouting out to Joe Peruta. He's uh, a good fan of ours. The thing is, he we, is we have fans. Power. We have fans. You gotta say one we're thing. Grow- though, we're a growing podcast. He has whatever. the most awful takes in all of sports, mm. and that's probably because he's a Yankee, Penguins, and Jets fan. Those yeah, horrible. Basically, the worst. The Jets had hey have. top ten franchises not to cheer for. He's got a he's got three. Right, the right thing there. is, we're talking about the Jets. You mentioned the Jets. What do you think about their draft? I, the Jets I love got Quinn some. And, Quinn and Williams. I hate the Jets, and so that's it. Quinn I mean, Williams. I think Le'Veon Bell not showing up to voluntary camp is. Hysterical Le'Veon Bell move. It is. It's actually yeah. It's, it's com- completely so with par with, with who he's he is. actually so consistent. He's who he's, he's. Yeah, you can't knock him for being consistent. He's consistently bad at showing up for things. <laughs> well, let's talk about the um, draft experience. What do you think? All right, so me and uh, Cisco Kid went into the draft. Uh, young YD had to wait outside. He did not have the credentials <laughs> to get in, but. They stopped him. It was kind of like Prez getting caught at yep. uh, Super Bowl Media Day. They I knew he was to, undercover. I got to for walk six around, for six. you know, yeah. eat a hot dog, scout out the, the city, look for some women. It didn't work. Richie but. said, or YD said that there were some women barking at him a little bit. Yeah, they were pointing at me. I thought I knew him, but no, they were just, they just liked at him. my ass. I was talking to my mom on the phone. They were just, yeah, they liked they him. They were leave me alone. They liked him, but so we're talking about the bar or the um, NFL draft experience. Very cool. We had uh, we were we had a good um, spot for the draft, but the thing is, it was just such a huge area. The thing is, we got to meet. We met some. Uh, we met some players. We met Marcus Mariota. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's tall, tall guy. I didn't think he was that tall. I definitely think if me and him had shoulder pads on, I think I could. Take I might be able. To, yeah. The thing is. I think you guys are underestimating an uh, NFL quarterback. Nah, that's just because he's that nice of a guy. Yeah. He said he's like, just let me just tackle me. smoke you guys. I yeah, he's, he runs. Name. What does he run? He You're ran a like chubby. a 4-4. We're definitely adding this part out. No, Marcus Mariota would smoke me. Yeah, I know. We're just, hey, it's our hot take. The thing is, you know, we met Malcolm Butler, and I told him, like, F the Patriots. He laughed. He chuckled. Um, I met Tajay Sharp. I picked yeah. him up last year in fantasy. They How really did he do? Nothing. Oh. Kind of showed because he what didn't he, like, look at us when we said anything. To well, him. He's like a third string. No, he's first string. He was. He well, was he's a, out there. What was it? What like draft pick was he? One. Was he was? Not too sure. He was a pretty. I mean, early draft pick from what I remember. But uh, I the, remember the thing is, Nashville has been very. Um, I really like the experience. I didn't get the chance. You know what? The one thing I'm biting myself. I'm kicking myself in the ass, not going to the Bears draft experience. 
when the, it was in uh, Chicago. Was what was there. that? Was that 2016, Rich? Well, they did it twice, but I was there. It I'm was, talking uh, about the most recent one, 2016 or 15. S- Sixteen, uh, 16 right? Yeah, I was there for sixteen. I remember that. I wish I would have went. That's one thing it was that a I good did. Time. It was hard. What? How does it compare? All right. Since you you experienced both, what do you think? How do you compare this to the other one? Well, I mean, the thing is, like, they're two big, big cities. I mean, you got Nashville that's up and coming, Chicago, which is, you know, one of the biggest cities, obviously, in the United States. Um, Chicago. It was it was a good time for sure. I mean, but the thing is, like, the experience, you know, the draft experience where they have they have all the same events going on. They have, you know, the Schiffer kids. They have the the Hall of Fame studs. That'll be the same in each city, I guess. The real difference is Nashville. You got all the bars everywhere. You got yep. the music going on. Chicago, it's you know, it's spread out. It's yeah. segregated. It's you know I mean the the architecture is the thing great. is I think Chicago, if you're it's... going for views I think going to the Chicago view on Lake Michigan that's a beautiful like seeing the it's skyline beautiful for sure the thing is if it's if you're an out of town more expensive uh the thing is it's probably who knows what it's gonna yeah the thing is but here, I mean if you're if you're going for like an experience and you want to party Nashville's cool I'd say Nashville but I mean you can still do that in Chicago obviously. You could do that. I mean, the thing is, if you're going to the freaking draft in Chicago, you have some money. Like, if you're able to go and stay downtown, all right, then if you have that kind of experience, then honestly, like, downtown Chicago would be like... cool as hell in the warm weather. Do you know what I mean? Like, going the bars downtown are pretty cool if you have the money. <coughs> but I feel like um, Chicago is really, like, the draft experience that started all this. Yeah, like this, the... This who, uh, like the, the yeah, big... I think since it got moved there... That's really, I mean, up. that's what they said. I mean, when it was always in, uh, what, New York? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of was just outdated. It was just, you know, it was I mean, typical shit. Yeah, it's typical just draft. inside. You, you spread it around. You get it to each city, you know. You get, you get fan bases. To like the Super Bowl, rotate it. Yeah. It's easier to it rotate be. these kind of cities, though, just because it gets warmer earlier in the year. Oh, yeah, 100%. Till the Bears get a dome or I mean, new stadium. Want to go to yeah, Super the Bears Bowl. are never. We even know Soldier guys. Field is gonna be there. They're never changing that. The thing is, they should. They, it only holds like fifty four thousand or something we like that. We'll never see a Super Bowl in Chicago. Dude, why don't we ever just podcast like our nights out and then just we could. Back? Well, now we're we got the six for six podcast. I got. Um, if you guys are just tuning in, um, I got YD and Cisco Kid. They're. We are. Uh, they're not gonna just. Going to the podcast in the middle of it. They might. <laughs> it's not. It's not a commercial break. It's not. Might be. So, um, we're gonna close this up here. We just want to give our final hot takes. I'm gonna go uh, around just what you guys think about. Uh, you can talk about whatever you want. What's your hot take for the weekend? You can talk My about. My hot what take doing. is the NHL playoffs. And how underdogs are just beating the hell out of all these favorites and these big teams. And it's great. It's great. It's great betting. It's great betting. That's my hot take. And How's your uh, betting experience been going? Next question. Ooh, so that obviously means it's not good. But um, maybe one day we'll get Mr. Cookies on here. He's our, uh, our betting expert. 
We got a guy that looks at lines, watches his movements, and reports back to us. Um, so, Richie, what do you think your hot take for the weekend is? It could be anything you want, really. Um, so, I mean, in terms of sports and the Bears, I think they, I think they made the best of. I think they made the the best of what they what they had with their picks. In terms of the weekend, I mean, first time in Nashville, yeah, great city. NFL draft experience was awesome. I mean, not my first time. At You're the gonna draft, bring home a lady, hopefully. Yeah, we're working on that. Uh, to be, you know. TBT. That's for the next. Yeah. That's for the next we'll, podcast. We'll uh, give yeah. a little recap. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll give an update on that. See if. See if I was successful, but. Uh, we'll I hope, see. I hope he is. We got a long weekend still. I mean, we got three days left in Nashville, kind of, mostly two, but. But we'll. We got uh, two nights left. Two nights tonight, yeah. tomorrow. Um, tonight should be really fun. The weather's great. Uh, my hot take is the thing is I like the thing is I trust Ryan Pace with the Bears right now. I just think he's he's got a plays a man with a plan, and I really do trust his picks. Um, he's made some bad picks, like a few, but the thing is he's very he shined bright in the three and later rounds, three and later. So I'm uh. Like, I'll give him a chance. You know, it's like I like what he's doing. Give these pigs a chance. I think they're going to be okay. Um, we're going to close up here. I would like to thank you guys for listening, uh, tuning in. I would like also like to thank my co-hosts for the day. They're going to be here. Um, they're going to be back. They're, uh, I, I really appreciate their takes. It's always nice to have some fresh voices on the <laughs> podcast. So I appreciate you guys. We're signing out from Nashville, um, and we'll see you. I'll talk to you guys in a little bit. Go Bears. Bye. Go Bears.